My twin sister, Karen. Hi there. Family is important. No matter what, they are there to love and support one another. And if you're like me, you have a brother or sister, or maybe even both. And some of you may also be like me and be the older brother or sister. By only five minutes. But that still makes me the older sister, and you never let me forget that. You're right. You see, Kim and I are twins. That means we were born together. I love being your twin. We did everything together growing up. I remember when we were little girls and would jump on the bed, like the five little monkeys. Monkeys? <laughs> yeah, you know, the five little monkeys who jumped on the bed. We used to sing that song when we were little all the time. Of course, I love the new fun ending that we wrote for this song. Take a listen and sing along too.
trampoline. I remember sharing a bed with my sister when we were kids. We would laugh and tell stories until our parents told us it was time to fall asleep. Me too. Hey, do you remember when one of us would lose a tooth? We would tell each other so that we could try and catch the tooth fairy in the middle of the night. Yeah, I remember that. We never did catch her though. I love those memories we share together. I know. Let's listen to a cute story about a little girl losing her first tooth. Wiggly Tooth. I felt a funny feeling while drinking some juice. The straw began to jiggle. My tooth was loose. I love to wiggle my tooth. I move it side to side. I wiggle it while I wash. I wiggle it while I ride. I wiggle it in the classroom. The kids all think it's cool. I wiggle it while we read. It's the loosest tooth in school. I wiggle it while I eat. I wiggle it while I talk. I wiggle it with my dog when I take her for a walk. I wiggle in the waiting room when I'm at the vets. I wiggle, wiggle, wiggle it to entertain the pets. My brother has big plans for pulling my tooth out. I cover up my mouth. That makes my brother shout. I like my loose tooth, so I tell him, "Go away." I want to wiggle, wiggle it at least another day. Now my tooth is looser. I wiggle it in bed. My brother comes to watch. It's hanging by a thread. First thing in the morning, I give a little shout while wiggle, wiggle, wiggling. My tooth falls out. Now my tooth is missing. Do you want to see? My tongue fits in the space where it used to be.
notice how the little girl's older brother kept trying to pull out her tooth? That sure does sound like an older sibling. Do any of you have an older brother or sister like that? As the older sister. Okay, we already said it's only by five minutes. Well, as the sister who is five minutes older, I always knew that it was important to be there for my little sister. But that isn't to say that I didn't play tricks on her when we were kids. I think that happens a lot with brothers and sisters. But the older I got, the more I realized that it wasn't very nice of me to do that. Kind of like the little girl in our next story. Let's see what kind of tricks she plays on her little brother. The Land of Peekaboo Tina loved to play peekaboo. She jumped out of the broom closet and yelled, Peekaboo! at her little brother Timmy. You scared me, said Timmy. Stop doing that. I like to play peekaboo, said Tina, and off she went to find another hiding place. Tina jumped out of the toy chest. Peekaboo! She yelled at Timmy. Stop it, said Timmy. You scared me. That's the fun part, said Tina. It's no fun for me, said Timmy. Let's play something else. How about playing hide and seek? No, said Tina. I like to play peekaboo. And off she went to find another hiding place. That night, Tina dreamed she was walking along a road she had never seen before. Suddenly, she came to a big sign that said, The Land of Peekaboo. This way. That should be fun, thought Tina, and she started running in the direction of the arrow. Soon, she came to a forest thick with fir trees. Anyone here? she called out. Suddenly, a deep voice yelled, Peekaboo! Tina jumped and looked up. A boy with red hair was sitting in the top branches of a fir tree. I see you, said Tina, but the boy disappeared into the treetops. Tina walked into town. There were shops and little crooked streets, but no people. Where is everybody? Tina called out. Peekaboo, whispered a voice right in back of her. Tina whirled around and saw a blue skirt disappearing around the corner. But when she ran to the corner, nobody was there. Wait, Tina called out. I want to play too. But no one answered. She sat down on a bench and wondered what to do. Peekaboo, said a voice right under her feet. And a little boy scampered out from under the bench and ran away. You scared me, Tina called after the boy. That wasn't very nice. Why don't you stay and talk to me? Oh, no, said the boy. All we can do is play peekaboo. I must find another hiding place. 
Tina opened the door of the bakery shop and went in. But no one was there to wait on her. Her mouth watered when she saw the bread and rolls, and her eyes opened wide at the sight of a huge cake with seven layers that went from the floor to the ceiling. Now, who could eat all that cake, she wondered. When suddenly, a little girl leaped out of the fifth layer and cried out, Peekaboo! Tina ran out of the shop. All around her, voices were laughing and calling out, Peekaboo! Peekaboo! Isn't this fun? Someone said to her. It's no fun for me, said Tina. I never know when anyone is going to jump out at me. It's scary. Peekaboo, called a voice from behind a bush. Peekaboo, peekaboo. Can't anyone here play anything else? asked Tina. But all she could hear was peekaboo, peekaboo. Tina closed her eyes and put her hands over her ears. All of a sudden, the voices stopped, and Tina woke up in her own bed. She lay quietly thinking about her dream. Then, Tina went into Timmy's room and gently shook his shoulder under the blanket. I just wanted to tell you that I will never scare you with peekaboo again, she said. And I will only play it when you want to play. Timmy poked his head from under the covers and smiled. Peekaboo, he said. I think it's important to treat your brother or sister the way you want to be treated and to know how to say you're sorry when you slip up. Because no matter how frustrated you get, you're always going to have one another. And some of the best times you'll have as kids is when you go on family adventures. Like the family in our next story, when they go on a picnic and things don't go exactly according to plan. The Happy Little Engine It was a beautiful Sunday morning. The Baker family was sitting at the kitchen table finishing breakfast. What shall we do today? asked Mom. Everyone turned and looked out the window. There in the driveway stood the baker's little red car. Let's go for a drive, said Dad and Billy and Susie all together. So they made some sandwiches, gathered together the picnic things, and in no time at all they were ready to go. All the bakers piled into the little red car, even Max, the dog. The little red car was not a new car. There was a dent in its fender. Its paint was chipped here and there, and the seats were a bit worn. But the bakers loved the little red car. It was so much fun to ride in it, especially with the top down. And it always got them to where they wanted to go. That's because, as Dad always said, this car has a great little engine. So, just as he did on many other Sundays, Dad started up the engine of the little red car and the bakers were off. Purr, purr, went the little red car. 
Hear that, everyone? asked Dad. That's the sound of a happy little engine. It sure is a perfect day for a drive, said Mom. The bakers were driving along happily when all of a sudden they heard a big bang. Then the little red car went thumpity, 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 thump and started to wobble down the road. Uh oh, said Susie. Rough row, said Max. Better pull over, said Mom. That's not the sound of a happy little engine, said Dad, as he pulled off to the side of the road. The bakers piled out of the little red car to see what was the matter. The little red car had a flat tire. Luckily, the bakers had a spare tire and all of the right tools. They changed the tire, and the little red car was as good as new. The bakers got back into the car and continued on their drive. Purr, purr went the little red car. The bakers were enjoying their Sunday drive again when all of a sudden they heard a big hiss. The little red car went sputter, 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 and steam began coming from its hood. Uh oh, said Susie. Rough row, said Max. Better pull over, said Mom. That's not the sound of a happy little engine, said Dad, as he pulled off to the side of the road. The bakers piled out of the little red car to see what was the matter. The little red car had gotten too hot. Luckily, the bakers had a big jug of water. They poured the water into the little red car, which was very thirsty. When the little red car had cooled off, it was as good as new. Then Mom, Dad, Billy, Susie, and Max, the dog, all got back into the little red car and continued their drive. Purr, purr went the little red car. Soon they were in the country. There were mountains on one side of the road and trees on the other. It was very beautiful. Everyone decided it was the perfect place for lunch. So they drove off the highway, found a nice big patch of grass, and had their picnic. The little red car sat and rested. Time to drive home, Mom said after they were finished. They packed up their things and piled back into the little red car. Purr, purr went the little red car. The bakers hadn't traveled very far when they heard another noise. The little red car went chugga, 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 and it slowed down to a crawl. Uh oh, said Susie. Rough row. Said Max. Better pull over, said Mom. That's not the sound of a happy little engine, said Dad, as he pulled off to the side of the road. The bakers piled out of the little red car to see what was the matter. The little red car was out of gas. Luckily, the bakers had a can of gasoline. I guess the little red car was hungry too, said Mom. 
So they filled up the little red car's tank, and the little red car was as good as new. The bakers all got back on the road and drove on. Purr, purr, went the little red car. They were not too far from home when suddenly the little red car coughed and wheezed and coughed and wheezed and stopped. No one said anything. The bakers just got out of the car and opened up the hood. Dad looked and poked and looked some more. After a few minutes, he said, I'm afraid it's the engine. This time, the bakers weren't sure what to do. But luckily, Ralph's repair shop was just up the road. Everyone helped to push the little red car into the shop. Now there was nothing to do but wait. Everyone was sad and concerned. Even Max looked worried. After what seemed like a very long time, Ralph came out of the garage. Cheer up, folks, he said. Your little red car is fine now. It just needed a little tune-up. And with that, he started up the engine. It sounded as good as new. The bakers piled into the little red car and drove home. Purr, purr, went the little red car. Now that's the sound I like to hear, said Dad. The sound of a happy little engine, everyone said together. Wow, even though their day wasn't perfect, the family was still able to have their picnic and a happy ending. My favorite part about being your twin is sharing everything with you and talking with you every day. Aw, that's mine too. Karen, thank you so much for being with us today. I love you, little sister. I love you more. Be sure to hit subscribe and tell your friends to join us for our next episode, Nursery Rhyme Time. We'll have a blast as we sing and read classic nursery rhymes. Also, parents, for bonus content that includes picture books, song lyrics, and more, be sure to hit the link in the description. And visit us at TwinSisters.com and EvergreenPodcasts.com. Thank you for joining us at Storytime Anytime. Marie Kelly. Wild Precious Life is a podcast about dreaming big, digging in and connecting across distance, division, and loss. In each episode, I talk with prize-winning writers, musicians, and wanderers who remind all of us how we can make the most of the time we have. So meet me here. Let's walk and talk and dream and discover what it means to be wild, precious, and brave. 